Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host here. Once again by myself as I had yet another guest cancel on me last night, uh, unforeseen circumstances. So I'm going to start out by telling you, if you want to be a guest on the show, uh, you want to be a guest picker, come on and do it with me, or do the show with me, then uh, message me. Either DM me on social media or text me if you have my number, it's preferable. And the first person that does that will be my guest next week. Because, yeah, obviously you'd want to do it. Mm. So, let's get right into it as we got a lot to go over. First off, let's start out with the MLB playoffs. I'm going to kick it off there. The Boston Red Sox pulled the upset over Tampa. Winning that series 3-1, to one, moving on. The Astros did what we what we knew they could do and uh, eliminate the White Sox in three straight. And so the White Sox, Red, I mean, I'm sorry, the Houston Astros and Boston Red Sox are in the ALCS. You got to like Houston in that series. As good as they've been, this is their fifth straight ALCS. Uh, they're good. They're really good. Um, even without Garrett Cole, even without Verlander, even without – George Springer, all of they lost, they're still really good. But that's going to be a fun series because this Boston team, I mean, before the season, we didn't really expect a lot out of them, and they have just done it all year long. Uh, Avoldi and all that stuff, they, they've thrown well. Uh, they've had timely hitting. They hit the long ball when they need to. Look out. That's going to be a fun, fun series. Um the Atlanta Braves eliminated the Brewers in a in a series that, honestly, I don't think matters. I think the NLCS is being played right now between San Fran and, uh, and the Dodgers. I think the winner of that is who's going to go to the World Series. Dodgers won last night, tied it up. And so uh, they are headed back to San Francisco for Game 5 Thursday night. Of course, you could join me here at Unique to watch it with me. Uh, that's, oh, wow, that's going to be a game. I mean, the Giants have had their number all year. One win. You know, it's, it's all down to one win. These were the two best teams in the National League record-wise all season. They are great. As excited as Shane Cook was yesterday, this idiot ran when Freddie Freeman hit the home run. Shane takes off running in the bar. We had a dart tournament going. He ran in the dart area where people are throwing darts. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, you work at a bar. You play in Dartley. You know better. I'm sorry I got excited. Brace fans don't know how to win. They're not used to it. And they're not going to win the next series, and that's going to make me happy. Um, but, so I, I'm going ahead and picking it now. The winner of San Fran LA is who will go on now. I do want to see L.A. win, and I'd like to see the Dodgers. The Dodgers have Atlanta's head. Atlanta had them in a 3-1 lead last year. Terrible managing by Snicker, uh, which we've come to expect and love in the postseason. And uh, I think that I think they own them. They're in, their, they're in their kitchens. So I want to see the Dodgers. Anyway, let's move right along here. Let's talk about a little college football. Oh, wow. Alabama. The University of Alabama coming off a loss. Let's talk about that loss a little bit. All right? 
turn the ball over. You make a lot of stupid penalties. And you're on the road in a hostile environment. And it's a recipe for disaster. And I can sit here and make excuses. I can sit here and make excuses. I can sit here and talk about how I can blame the offensive coordinator for having the ball first down and goal on the four-yard line when Brian Robinson's averaging 6.7 yards per carry on the uh, in that game, and we threw it three straight downs, ended up settling for a field goal. We can, we can blame him for that. We can blame Pete Golden. We can blame the defensive coordinator. We can blame him for, uh, you know, after we finally battle back and get the lead, immediately giving it up. And then the offense does nothing, goes three and out after they tie it back up and have to, we have to punt. And then they drive down and, and we let them drive again. Alabama's won games like that for 100 years where we haven't necessarily been the best team and on that day and we found a way to win at the end and we got out of Alabama. We can make excuses like uh, talk about, oh, well, you know, that kick return, the special teams coordinator, let's blame him. We can talk about how, you know, this, uh, the COVID factor with the super seniors that we don't really have any because our guys won early. No, there are no excuses. All that's crap. You're Alabama. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Nobody wants to hear about, well, we've had three quarterbacks Four wide receivers and running back all taken in the first round in the last two years of the draft. Nope, don't care. Well, when LSU had all theirs from their title team, you know, they fell off. Look at how bad they are. Nope, don't care. You're Alabama. You're on another level. You're not compared to everyone else. That's not how it works. You want to be Alabama? Be Alabama. Live up to the standard that is set for Alabama. Don't want to hear about what all, how many players you've lost to the NFL when you lose. No, that's an excuse. We don't make excuses. Alabama had every chance to win that game, and they didn't. Jimbo Fisher becomes the first coach to that uh, former Saban assistant to to win against him. I wouldn't have taken him. He's not not who I would have picked. Uh, I I thought the Lane Train might get it done. Uh, I thought Kirby Smart might get it done. That's it. That was my list. And everybody, oh, the, you know the entire world's celebrating? No, no. Florida State wasn't celebrating. They were like, really? Jimbo? Really? No, they weren't happy about it. So you can stop saying the entire world was happy about it. Um, That's just silly. But there were so many little things in that game that we could have, you know, that you could have done. And that's, that's how football goes. So, as Nick Saban would do, we're looking forward. We're looking at Mistake. Mistake who beat A&M. And, yeah, I talked to a few of the uh, bookies that I know, and I asked them, I was like, so State beat A&M, A&M beat Alabama. Surely you're going to have Mississippi State favorite in this game, right? <laughs> Isn't that the way uh, people out there think? That's the way stupid people think. Um... They would not give me Alabama at plus points or plus money on the money line. Uh, they, they told me no and laughed hysterically. Alabama is minus 17. Will Rogers, hey, he could spin it. He could throw it. Um, 
Their defense is actually better than most people think. I think they rank like third in the SEC in uh, total defense and very good against the run. Okay. Okay. Alabama hasn't been good on the road. Ooh. Think about that. At Florida, struggle win. Boston a and Those are your only road games. Those are neutral site, ain't yeah, come on. Miami, ACC. Come on, we ain't talking about that. It's a neutral site game. True road games. Got to go up Highway 82, go into this tiny little place where they allow cowbells. For some reason, the SEC still allows it. They say, oh, they ring them responsibly. They don't ring them during the plays. Bull crap. There is not a responsible person that's ever worn maroon in their stadium. They're ringing on the whole time. I promise you. If it goes down to, like, say, a one second on the clock, and they know they're ringing. They're annoying. They're as annoying as the fact that Mississippi State is allowed in the SEC. Mississippi State is the poorest school in the SEC. Mississippi State has a lot of flaws of reasons that they should not be allowed in the SEC. Frankly, Division One. You know, sports, period. I'd be okay with, you know, their university not existing. But they do. Um, fortunately, the game's there. We like it when the game's there because our fans aren't going to go over until Saturday. I mean, it's an hour, hour and a half drive, depending on what speed limit you go by. So, you know, we're not, we're not going to be missing any of it. When they come here, it's, it's just terrible because you look at it and go, oh, we got a home game this week. This is going to be a you know, bigger weekend, and it's not. It's like a normal weekend because their fans are poor, and they don't travel well, and they don't spend any money. They, and the ones that do show up are going to go somewhere and tailgate, and then they're going to go to the game, and we beat the crap out of them, even when they come in here ranked number one in the country. That was a joke. Oh, but they got Dax Prescott. Oh, that's cute. Um, but even then, we, we kicked the crap out of them, and they took their tails, and they head back home. That's it. So, luckily, the game's there. Now, I will say I love Rick's. Uh, Rick's is something... <laughs> Uh, Rick, Rick's an awesome guy. And there's, there, I have great friends that are Mississippi State fans and alumni. And, you know, there's good, there are some good people, but that's true of every fan base. I mean, Alabama has terrible fans. Um, yeah, just like we have, we have very good fans. We also have terrible, terrible fans. Um, there's just more of us. Um, Atlanta Braves, are you kidding me? Worst fan base in sports? Yeah, they're down here. They're down here. They're, some of those are here. Every fan base has good fans and bad. I do like to trash on Mississippi State because what we deal with there's a good bit, and they're they're terrible. Uh, they don't. I mean, if they traveled as well as uh, Auburn or Tennessee or LSU, don't even don't even compare. You work service industry, you like the Tigers. Um, you don't like State. That's just facts. Anyway, on to the actual game on the field. Uh, you know, like I say, Alabama had not played well on the road. Mississippi State's better than advertised. Uh, the Pirate's going to spin it. You know, he's going to let Will Rogers throw. That's uh, not the recipe to beat Alabama. You have to be balanced on offense, and they can be. 
Alabama's two middle linebackers might be the softest middle linebackers in the history of Alabama football. Yeah, I said it. Oh, they're athletic and they're fast, and I would not want to be in a you know street alley with them one on one because yeah, you know, I'm not a big guy and I don't fight well. But on the field, that ain't Dante Hightower, that ain't C.J. Mosley, that ain't Rolando McLean, that ain't any of them anywhere close. Nowhere close to that standard that you see there. Say that ain't even Travis Carroll. That is why teams have been able to line up and run the ball up the middle on Alabama because our linebackers will not put their nose in there and hammer down. Mm. Got to be fixed. It's gut check time. Will Anderson is the best player in college football. Will Anderson is going to hit your quarterback a lot. (coughs) I like Alabama to win this game. I like the over in this game. Alabama and the over. I'm big on both. Next game up, the Auburn Tigers are going to Arkansas. Arkansas, (coughs) you've now lost two straight. What were you doing going for two? I mean, if you get it, you win the game. That's great. It wasn't a great play call. Ah, You just battled back. You scored the touchdown. You covered the spread against Ole Miss. Didn't like that. Mm. And then you immediately went for two. And you didn't get it in Ole Miss, and now Arkansas lost two straight. Arkansas gets back healthy this week. Arkansas gets the win, covers the three and a half. Florida, LSU. Florida's minus ten and a half. The over-under is 59. At LSU. I don't like this game. I'm not big on it. Uh, Picking it, I'll take Florida. That's just me going against LSU. <clears throat> it's about time for LSU's uh, team to quit. They're going to quit on Orr's run. I mean, they got talent stuff. They still do. No, they're going to quit on him. He's not a great coach. He's a good recruiter. Um, you've seen it. You saw him fail at Ole Miss. You saw him fail at USC. And, you know, he had that one year with the perfect storm where he has great coordinators, and they were. Uh, they great coordinators with a lot of talent. Everything fell into place for him, and he wins a natty. Hey, you got it. And they were crap last year. They're going to be even worse this year, and he's on the hot seat. I think he gets fired by the end of the season. Especially with all the rape culture and everything else that he's allowed to go on down at LSU and all the troubles that, that they're, they're gonna, they should be in off the field, I think he's going. Uh, start start worrying about who your next coach is. But I'll take Florida in that game. A&M coming off that huge win. Normally you see teams go a little flat that next week. Uh, I don't think so. You're at Missouri. Give me A&M minus the nine. I think they ride the high. And Missouri's not good. Uh, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take A&M. The Kentucky Georgia. These are the two undefeateds left. In the SEC, yeah, Kentucky and Georgia. Georgia's a 24-point favorite. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? The two undefeateds, over-unders at 44 and a half. I think Georgia wins the game. 
I'm going to take Kentucky and the points. I'm going to take Kentucky to cover the spread, 24. I think Georgia wins the game, but 24 is a good bit. That defense is dominant. I just don't know if Stetson Bennett or JT Daniels, whoever is going to quarterback, can put the ball in the end zone enough to uh, cover 24. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Kentucky. Ole Miss, Tennessee, three-point line. Tennessee's played well the past couple of weeks, haven't they? They look better. Fool's gold. Give me Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. And this game, the only SEC game that does not have at least one team being ranked in it, Vanderbilt and South Carolina, this is a joke. This is a crap game. We, this is a do-not-touch game. South Carolina's favored by 18 and a half, and they're terrible. They're terrible, and they're favored by 18 and a half because Vandy's also terrible. I'm not, I'm not touching this game. If I had to pick, I guess I'd go with South Carolina, but DNT, do not touch. Not picking that game, but will not be counted. Over to Friday night, you got Cal and Oregon. Uh, give me Oregon covering the 14. Uh, you also have San Diego State against San Jose. San Jose won the conference last year, and they've had a hard time scoring points this year. I think they'll have an even harder time against San Diego State. Give me San Diego State covering the nine. Uh, UCF Cincinnati. Mm. Come on, guys. Cincinnati. They want it. They need it. They need the style points. They cover the 21. Buy it down to 20 and a half. They got them covering it. Uh, Utah, Arizona State. Uh, it's out of pick them now. I'm going with Utah. Because they're at home. And I, I kind of like this Utah team. So, Utah. Michigan State minus four and a half in Indiana. Michigan State has been so up and down. This is a game I wouldn't play much on because they're too unpredictable. They can't, you can't rely on them. But I'll take Michigan State to cover. Uh, Oklahoma State, Texas. They're over under 60. Over. Hey, did y'all know Oklahoma State's still undefeated? Did anybody? Other than you, George. Other than you. Do anybody know? I didn't think so. Uh, give me, and, and Texas is favored. They're minus five and a half. I'm going to take Texas, but I'm bigger on the over. Like, two stars Texas, four stars over. <clears throat> Purdue and Iowa. Purdue's a 12-point favorite. Uh, they just had a huge win. Iowa just had a huge win last week against Penn State. Purdue had a bye week. Trap game. Look out. Look out. I'm going to take Purdue in the points for low, like two. I'm like two on it. But the bigger play here is the under. Purdue's under has hit in every game. Their defense is good. These are two of the best defenses in the Big Ten. Their offense has not been. They've been able to drive that, but they're to finish drives. Mm. But give me the under. Uh, four of the six games I was played, the unders hit. It's at 43, and I'm taking the under. So it's going to be good old-fashioned, boring, Big Ten, smash-mouth football between Purdue and Iowa. Middle America getting at it. 
God, it's gonna be boring. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Purdue in the under. BYU Baylor, Baylor is that right? Baylor's one of six. Give me BYU. Um, TCU Oklahoma. You saw Oklahoma make the comeback last week against Texas. Uh, Bench Spencer Rattler. Yada yada yada. Give me TCU covering. I want TCU covering the 13 and a half. About up to 14, probably. NC State, Boston College. Gonna have to go, uh, gonna have to go NC State there. I'm not big on that game. That's a trash game. Anyway, so there's your college football picks. T-Town Dart League. Sign-ups have happened. Um, I do know firsthand uh, from the commissioner that the uh, for the team league, the schedule has been made. We have 13 teams signed up. Um, you know, we have 14 in the summer. Uh, three of the teams didn't come back, but we added in two others. So, you know, they always shuffle the deck. A lot of teams do. My team, Third Dark Magic, doesn't. We stay together. You know, a few of those, the, the four-time defending champs are pretty much still together. Uh, they lost a couple of pieces, though. Uh, and then, you know, the Houndsley team, they're, they're still the same. Anyway, but a lot of them, they shuffle the deck every season. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Anyway, 13 teams in the league. Um, singles league has been fun. Uh, what it started last season. What we did was, of the eight players that made the playoffs last year, six of them returned this season. And... Uh, the six of them are uh, Robert, Wayne, Big Fun, Keon, Drew, and Coleman. That's me. <clears throat> so, we, uh, we divided them up based on standings, and Robert, Wayne, and Big Fun were placed in the west. Keon, Drew, and myself were placed in the east. Then, last night here at Unique, we did a drawing. Everybody else's name was in the hat. So I'm just going to go through real quick. In the West, Robert, Wayne, Big Fun, Bill Lloyd, Sonya, uh, Michael Wallen, Marvin, Daniel Jones, not the quarterback from the Giants, the one that plays in Dart League. Some call him game day. Shane Cook, who is still excited about his Braves because he's not a rational fan. Um, Jen, Mac, Brad, Buddy, and Claire. Over in the east, Keon drew myself, like I told you. George, welcome to the league. Hunger, welcome to the league. JJ, Kenny, Matt, Will, Andy Caldwell, Beck, Tui, Fisher, and Peyton. Guys, that's tough. East and west, that's a lot of good players. It's a lot of good players in singles league. I think it's going to be awesome. They're going to have a lot of fun. The top four from the West, top four from the East will make the playoffs. They won't, there will be no cross-divisional games. It will all be you play your division. And then the top four from each division or who goes. And there will be you no know, one versus four, one versus four, two versus three, and vice versa. So you see where we're at. Um, it'll be fun. You'll play one game a week, and we'll go from there. NHL has started, kicked off last night. 
games are being played. That's fun. Um, you got a lot of other uh, sports going on. USA Soccer tonight, 6 p.m. World Cup qualifiers. This is the last one before uh, we take a break and you know, come back. U.S. had a tough loss at Panama, but, man, on the road, you know, you just never know. England tied yesterday with Hungary. What is that? But, anyway. All right. That is about my time. I want to thank y'all for listening. I do remind you, I'll be here at Unique. Well, I'm here every day, open to close. Uh, Norm of the Keys that does that. So, uh, <laughs> but, bartending, uh, this week will be open around 9 a.m., on Saturday for game day. I know we don't kick off till 6 p.m., but at college game day, you'll have soccer on. You'll, then you'll go into the 11 a.m. kickoffs. I told you, there's a lot of good games this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. You never know what's going to happen. That's why they play the games. Uh, I do have to say before I go, if you didn't see the video of A&M's kicker, his parents, when he was kicking the game-winning field goal against the number one team in the country, the greatest college football program in the history of the world, the University of Alabama, the emotion and everything with that. I don't care that I'm a Bama fan. That was a great clip. And, yeah, it was a, it was a great moment for them that they'll have forever. So, yeah, that was awesome. And I didn't mind it as much, you know, as, as the last time we lost a and because it wasn't some beep Johnny Manziel clown clown so anyway that is my time i want to thank yeah i just censored myself i want to thank y'all for all for listening as always i leave you with this shoot to score play to win and you get made make for damn sure that you are the ugly one i'm chris colton